The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the General Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. On Wednesday morning, the sun shined brighter than it ever has in the past eight years. The skies were bluer than they ever have been in the past eight years. On little sleep, I awoke and had more energy than ever before as we make America great again. The Fox News decision desk has called Pennsylvania for Donald Trump. This means that Donald Trump will be the 45th president of the United States. Not only do I have a tingle running up my leg right now, it has been constant since last Wednesday. Right now, a historic moment. Uh, We can now project the winner of the presidential race. CNN projects Donald Trump wins the presidency. I could listen to that over and over and over again. I've just received a call from Secretary Clinton. She congratulated us, it's about us, on our victory to all Republicans and Democrats and independents across this nation. I say it is time for us to come together as one united people, working together We will begin the urgent task of rebuilding our nation and renewing the American dream. We must reclaim our country's destiny and dream big and bold and daring. Again, it's my honor. It's an amazing evening. It's been an amazing two-year period. And I love this country. Thank you. Thank you very much. I could think of no better song than Celebration by Cool and the Gang to celebrate a huge, unprobable victory by Donald J. Trump. We are going to make America great again. 
I cannot tell you how ecstatic I was. I can't tell you the enthusiasm, the energy level that I have, that finally we have a president, once again, that loves America. A president that will put American interests first. A president that will look out for the American people first. And a president that will drain and clean the Washington, D.C. swamp. We must get rid of all the bureaucrats that are at the FUDA, the EPA, all the other terribly mismanaged bureaucracies that are in Washington, D.C. And we will finally get a government that looks at the people, the taxpaying citizens of this country, as the consumers, as the customers, the people that make this country go, not as the enemy. Long Ash. Make America great. President-elect Donald J. Trump. Greetings and salutations. A long-ass snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. And long live the American people that voted for change on Tuesday evening. It is incredibly exciting. I cannot tell you the enthusiasm, the energy level. This will be a little different show. I am going to celebrate. For those of you that didn't vote for Donald Trump... Maybe there's two of you out there. I don't know. But if you didn't, this would be a great time. Should you not wish to rejoice with us, go somewhere else. Go somewhere. If you're an enemy of pleasure, if you are a wussified beta, leave right now. Leave the, the, pleasure, uh, the pleasure maneuvers because we are going to enjoy ourselves today. We have a special show today. I'm coming to you today front and center from the Davidoff Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. We have, are joined by Captain Paul Bellani, front and center, visiting from the Western New York Theater of Operations. Captain Paul, what a great week. General, couldn't be more excited. Buffalo is going crazy. I mean, we, we elected Trump in. New York State didn't because we've got downstate, which I wish it was its own state. That's right. You know, but we elected we elected him. Carl Palladino from Buffalo was on his in his camp early on, and he delivered Erie County. Well, and I have to tell you that you're right. Erie County, which is uh, where Buffalo is, went solidly red for Donald Trump. It was uh, great. The rest of New York State, there's some issues there, but we've known that for a long time. Tommy Diadio, who's the assistant uh, general manager for the Corona and Davidoff store, a Corona cigar stores in Orlando, Davidoff and Tampa, as well as the wine and spirits manager. We're going to celebrate. Oh, yes. We got a nice bourbon for us today. We, I, I relied <laughs> upon your expertise, and we've got Angel Benitez, who oversees uh, all the Corona cigar stores in uh, Orlando, as well as Davidoff. Big win. We've been talking about it for a while, Angel. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful week. It is a beautiful time to be American. I, I, I've always been proud to be an American, but I feel more proud and patriotic, I think, this week than I have for sure in the last, last eight years. Uh, it's almost like gray skies, like a northeastern gloomy November-December day. Dreary, overcast, gets dark early. All of a sudden, the skies have opened, and now we've got beautiful sunny skies. General, I, I, General I said... The silent majority spoke. What did you call it? The frustrated majority. There you go. The frustrated majority. Now, I want to be very clear here. I'm not a recent jumper on the bandwagon to the Trump train. I didn't just jump on the tracks at a uh, 50 mile an hour speeding train. On July 18th of 2015, here are the comments I made on the Cigar Dave show on that day endorsing Donald J. Trump. Lieutenants, let me talk about Donald Trump. I thought he was all huffing and puffing. Well, truth be told, he did go through with it. And actually, I think it was uh, Wednesday, he released his financial disclosure form. So he's in it to win it.
So what is it that the lamestream media, the Democrats, even the fellow, the, the, the establishment Republicans, what is it they don't like about Trump? That he's successful? Maybe. But I doubt it. The fact that people like him? Well, that worries them. There's no question. But the biggest reason they don't like Donald Trump and they really fear Donald Trump is because Donald Trump is an alpha male with gigundous nads of steel. Many people mistake honesty with arrogance. Many people mistake confidence with arrogance. Why do they say that about Trump? Because we are decisive, outspoken people that tell the truth. But who does he scare? The wussified betas. The establishment. Because they like the status quo. He scares the mainstream media. Why? Because he is honest. He is brash. He is successful. And he doesn't back down. He doesn't apologize when he makes a statement. What Donald said about Mexico is 100% true. We've got to secure the border. And that scares the living daylights out of the Democrats, out of the establishment Republicans, and out of the mainstream media. They are scared you-know-whatless. And I say, run, Donald, run. I will vote for Donald Trump. I like the fact that he tells it, that he's decisive. And let me tell you, looking at Barack Obama and John Kerry as negotiators, the first thing I would have said at the table is, you want to even sit down, Iran? Then you release those four Americans. End of discussion. But Barack Obama hems and haws and says, well, we're still going to try to get him out. No, you do that before you do a deal, you schmuck. Unreal. Donald Trump has my vote for president. I'm endorsing him right here, right now, because the man is an alpha with nads of steel, like yours truly, this five-star. Well, that was July 18, 2015. I sounded like a genius back then, and the reason is, I am a genius. I called it 100% correct. I saw what the American people, what all the Americans, well, certainly enough American people saw to elect Donald Trump as our next uh, president, the 45th president of the United States of America. And I've said this over and over, the alpha male is many cases is misinterpreted to be arrogant when indeed we are confident. We are confident in our convictions. Now, when we come back, we will continue talking about this incredible election day, election week. Rudy Giuliani was on Fox on early, uh, probably about 8 o'clock, 8, 9 o'clock on election night, and he brought up something to do with cigars that I want to bring up with, that I want to talk about. And we've got some other things that we will get to, but I can tell you that From a cigar perspective, those of us that are cigar connoisseurs, this may bode very well, especially with the FUDA onerous regulations. I have some inside intel. I cannot tell you everything, but I can share enough that I believe there are brighter days ahead for those of us that are cigar connoisseurs. And for all Americans, we're going to end a lot of this regulation, taxes, you name it. There's a whole list, a litany of items that will change. I am Cigar Dave, the general, the not only the... America's alpha male and America's alpha ma- or America's general, America's alpha male in chief. I am the global general and the global alpha male in chief, and I couldn't be prouder today to be an American on this election week, 2016. The general is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the general now at Cigar Dave Show.
1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. On a daily basis, our personal rights freedoms and privileges are being taken away by the government, by the people who don't want us to enjoy the fine things in life. Cigars. Guess what? Socialism stinks. Cigars don't. So in order to celebrate life, we decided to release the freedom. This great cigar from Nicaragua has tones of coffee, spice, pepper, with a great underlying sweetness. It's got a beautiful Ecuadorian wrapper, fillers from different parts of Nicaragua, and guess what? It's priced very fairly. So go out and celebrate the fine things in life and enjoy your freedom by lighting up a Rocky Patel freedom. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. percent USDA certified alpha male with zero trace of wussification. It's the General Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave. On November 8, 2008, five days after or four days after Obama was elected, the 44th president of the United States, I started the show in this manner. January 4th, 1776, the birthday of the United States of America. November 4th, 2008, the death of America. 
because I foresaw how bad Obama would be for this nation, how he would radically transform this country, how our standing in the world would decline. Everything I predicted then came to fruition. But on November 8, 2016, the United States has been revived. It is no longer in the critical care unit or the ICU. We are now going to be on a full road to economic recovery and standing in the world. Now, early on election evening, about 8 o'clock, 8.30, as the initial results and exit polls were coming in, Rudy Giuliani was a guest on Fox election night coverage. And Megan Kelly, Kelly Megan, who I'm sick and tired of listening to and her shenanigans, interviewed Rudy Giuliani because early on it looked as though he wasn't doing well and wasn't capturing a a large number of Hispanic votes in Florida. By the end of the night, that turned out to be a different story. But take a listen to what Rudy Giuliani had to say. I know the Cuban community in Little Havana. I happen to spend a lot of time there for a totally irrelevant reason, the fact that I love cigars. And I know all of the all of those families. I know all those families very well. The Padron family, Don Pepin Garcia. Oh wow! They're big. Oh, you're taking a walk down memory lane. They're they're big. They're big. They're big uh, Trump supporters. So that vote's not going to be quite as monolithic as it, as it looks. Well, he was correct. By the end of the evening, things change. And I always say it's not where you start. It's where you finish. We've seen so many times that our beloved Buffalo Bills, Captain Paul, jump out to a lead in the first quarter, the second quarter, and then as the third quarter progresses and the fourth quarter moves along, momentum shifts, and things change, and at the end of the game, they end up as the losers, more often than not, uh, instead of being the winners. So it's not where you start, it's where you finish, and certainly the people I think you have to credit, number one, Kellyanne Conway. She is extremely sharp, and there is a possibility, there is a thought There are discussions of possibly me running for the governor of the state of Florida. And I can tell you that if I did, Kellyanne Conway would be first on my list of political hires. Very, very sharp. And I thought Donald Trump was very very, uh, gracious in his his, uh, 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 winning speech. And I thought he set the right tone. But overall, I cannot tell you how ecstatic I am. And Captain Paul, I know you are. And I know from a cigar perspective, Tommy and Angel... I have inside intel. I'm not able to share with you all of my inside information. And I can't tell you where I got it from or who I know. But I will just leave you with this. The next appointment of the FDA may very well be a business person who has a love of fine cigars. And I believe that could bode very well. Because as you know, in May, the FUDA unleashed a torrent of onerous and draconian laws and regulations on the cigar industry, taking into account nothing, nothing that the cigar industry stated and showed as fact to the FUDA. And I can tell you right now that the cigar industry is in a major state of flux. There are many companies and, and, and executives and entrepreneurs that are very worried, and I know Tommy and Angel, you have many of those cigar manufacturers come in, many of the boutique guys, they are in, they're panicked. They are absolutely panicked. This could destroy much of the cigar industry. Maybe there's a, not maybe there is a glimmer of hope now. Put them on board January 1st. Get to the- Je- January 20th. Yeah. That's where, as soon as Trump takes, uh, you know, takes the uh, oath of office. So we got to wait till. Listen, as far as I'm concerned, I like what other countries do. That night, they you get sworn in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he did say he's going to, uh, you know, 
take away all these regulations, government re new regulations that came out. So, you know, hopefully with the FDA, that's the first thing that goes. You know, um, I guess what they don't understand is not only it will hurt the American people that work in the industry now, but they don't take into account the hundreds, hundreds of thousands that work in the other countries, Nicaragua, Honduras, you know, Dominican, Dominican Republic. Right. Co know? Countries that we have excellent relationships with that we want employment. These are good jobs in these countries. And we, the last thing we always talk about, we want other countries to succeed economically so we don't have to come in and bail them out. And this is exactly what's happening. Now let's talk about what's the little snowflake and powder puffs going to their hmm. safe spaces on college campuses. <laughs> the headline in the Wall Street Journal Yesterday, colleges try to comfort students upset by Trump victory. Cornell University, students gathered on uh, the campus for a cry-in. You ever heard of a cry-in <laughs> to mourn the results of Donald Trump being elected president with school staff providing tissues Never in my life, and hot gentlemen. chocolate? Never in my life. Oh, it gets better. At Tufts University, <laughs> arts and crafts were on display and, and were offered. University of Kansas reminded students that therapy dogs are available for comfort every other Wednesday. I'll tell you what, I've got a therapy rattlesnake I'd like to stick up their collective asses. I'll give them a bunch of pit bulls. Exactly, right up you know where. Uh, at the University of Michigan, the multi-ethnic student affairs office uh, provided Play-Doh and coloring books for students who wanted to sprawl across the center as they sought comfort and distraction. Are you, is this kindergarten or they're, college? They're kindergartners, exactly. It's ridiculous. Uh, an astronomy professor at the University of Maryland canceled a, a test scheduled for Wednesday morning because he worried some of the performances may be affected by the monumental effort necessary to accept what must be a personally threatening election result. A Yale professor makes midterm optional for students distraught over a Trump win, a Yale Economics 115 professor. This shows you just how wussified. The, the, this is the trophy generation that was always said, you're winners, you're champions, you get everything you want. And now when they've got cut to college and the American people have spoken, their candidate didn't win, what do they do? They take to the streets and they have to go play with Play-Doh and go to their safe spaces. Tell you what, you all get a trophy for being the biggest embarrassments to your generation. We'll continue front and center. Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line is set for Saturday, February 4th, 2017 at Shelter Aviation at Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City. This day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers is presented by Diamond Crown Cigars. Enjoy delicious food, great libations, Alpha Male Camaraderie, and Diamond Crown Cigars. Tickets for the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line will go on sale Saturday, November 19th at noon Eastern. Get all the info now at CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
Wow, he's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. As far as I'm concerned, every week that we conduct litation is a celebratory occasion, but this week is a super celebratory occasion with the election of Donald Trump as our president-elect, 45th president of the United States. We are coming to you front and center from the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. Captain Paul has joined us from the Western New York Theater of Operations. We've got Tommy Diadio and Angel Benitez of Corona Cigar and Davidoff Store and Lounge. And I have pulled out a very special cigar. An election of this magnitude requires a very, very super special cigar. I pulled out a Partagas 150. This was launched in 1995 by General Cigar. At the time, the Cullmans were running General Cigar, Edgar Cullman Sr. and Jr. And I remember I had just started the show in July of 95, and in the following, oh, I think it was uh, later that year, they released the Partagas 150 to commemorate the 150th anniversary of Patagas. The Partagas 150 Signature Series is a very special cigar. It used, at the time, 18-year-old vintage Cameroon wrapper, which they found at a tobacco warehouse in Spain. It was aging. It was kept in magnificent condition. So now, I mean, we're talking here, this is almost 40-year-old Cameroon wrapper. I was given a box of the Partagas 150 personally by Edgar Coleman Sr. and Jr. as a gift. There's 50 in a box, and I think I have about 31 remaining. I do not take these out, except for special occasions they are that good. Let me tell you about this cigar. It is a nice medium-flavored cigar, very, very balanced, very smooth Mexican binder, vintage blend of Mexican and Dominican fillers. Today, those cigars, these cigars are still available. Many of the retailers, I know Corona Cigar has some, but they're in limited quantity. It came in about, uh, I want to say, maybe six different sizes or seven, but the size I have is the A, a Lonsdale. You don't see a Lonsdale very often anymore. 1995 was before the big ring gauges. This is a six and three-quarter inch cigar with a 43 ring, 43 ring gauge, which is 43 sixty-fourths of an inch. This was a very popular size up until around 1998, 1999, 2000. 
This particular cigar, the A, if you can find them, will go for about $60 to $80 a cigar. A box of 50 will run you probably in a $3,000 to $4,000 range. Now, gentlemen, I know Tommy and Angel, you have all had these cigars. These are off the charts. Spectacular. Very good. Worthy of a special occasion. Yes. All right, so I'm going to enjoy the Partagas 150 Signature Series A size, A for Alpha. A for America is great again. And we've got a special libation we'll enjoy a little bit later on that will pair up perfectly. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening, double-edged stainless steel guillotine. Oh, Captain Paul. Oh, easy, Captain Paul. My finger could have gone in there. Hang on a second. Now we're going to use a real special one. There we go. That's got a better sound to it. That is going to be perfect on my Patagas 150A. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. From the Cigar Dave Research and Development Laboratories, we have a very special lighter that was developed just for this monumental occasion. And we call this the MAGA lighter, Make America Great Again lighter. It's got red, white, and blue on the sides, a giant tank, and the flame has extra orange to match Donald Trump's hair color. So it is designed specifically for this monumental occasion. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right, here comes the cut on my Partagas 150 Signature Series A. Perfect. Perfect. This wrapper is just magnificent. I will gently toast the foot of this cigar. Now, I'm going to take my time, and I'm going to savor every single puff. You cannot be in a rush to light a cigar like this. This is a spectacular cigar. And as we do that, as I toast this, gentlemen, what cigars did you all light up on Wednesday to celebrate Donald Trump's victory? I had a, a J.C. Newman Diamond Crown General. Can never go wrong with that. Absolutely. And we had a great event that we'll talk about in just a few minutes. Tommy? Uh, Davidoff Exclusive Tampa. Can't go wrong with that either. Nope. Nice medium flavor. That's the number one seller here That's at the Davidoff store. In all our stores now. Is it really? Yes. Even in, in, in the Orlando, Orlando stores? Yes. Number one seller company-wide. Now, wait a minute. That's supposed to be exclusive to Tampa. Why is it available? I love Orlando. The, the, our, our lieutenants and alphas listening on WDBO, but we're supposed to be special here in the cigar store. <laughs> What'd you, what, uh, Angel, what cigar did you fire up? I have a tradition. <clears throat> so whenever uh, uh, one of my uh, baseball team, football team, or any of my college team win a championship, I have a tradition of lighting up a Arturo Fuente Cañon. That's a big one. That's a big one. Mm. So I lit one up on Wednesday. Nice. Well, the draw on this partiest 150 spectacular absolutely perfect in every way i'm holding this cigar i'm feeling it between my paws looking at this i'm admiring it wonderful aroma the wrapper on this now is approaching oh it is it's actually 40 uh, let's see it's uh, 18 when it came out 21 yeah it's about 39 approaching 40 years magnificent and i've kept these in perfectly humidified conditions at the Pleasure Palace in the Cigar A Lounge. So there is no dispute that this cigar will smoke beautifully. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. I bequeath Tommy, who not only is the assistant general manager of all the Corona cigar stores in Orlando and Davidoff 
of Geneva Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. He's also the wine and spirits manager. And I said, Tommy, this Global General is ordering you to find a libation worthy of proper celebratory litation maneuvers to pair up with my Partagas 150. Tommy, what have you selected? Oh, Pappy Van Winkle 20. Ho, ho, ho. We are living large today. Yes, we are. Large in America. We are back. The Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve 20. Now, this is, here's what's interesting. For bourbon, when you say 20 years, the youngest, the youngest bourbon in the blend has to be 20 years. Correct. So, in other words, there can't be 19, 18, 15, 10. It's got to be a minimum of 20. There could be more. Yes. Tell me about this Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve 20. The the 20 is, uh, originally it was Prohibition. It was called Over at Van Winkle. And then they reintroduced it, reintroduced this brand in 1972. Uh, It's a bourbon that is used as the secondary component, which is wheat. Most people use rye as a secondary component. So that's the difference with the sweeter caramel taste. With the uh, And this is the one a couple years ago the guy stole. Mostly it was all the 20. Yeah, there's the a big theft yes. at Buffalo Trace. Buffalo yes. Trace distills this in conjunction with the Van Winkle family. And there was, what, a, a huge amount yeah, that was stolen. Over 300000 yeah. yeah, they found it. They, they found the guy. Wasn't it in Pittsburgh they found the guy? They found the guy from stealing from Wild Turkey afterwards. So he moved from the distilleries after they, they were trying to find out where it was all going. So he was stealing barrels, I believe, from Wild Turkey. Now, this is 90.4 proof, and when you think of a bourbon that is aged in new charred oak barrels for 20 years, you're going to get a lot of wood. So let's see how this tastes. So without any further delay, let us all say cheers. Make America great again. Here is to a great renaissance of the United States and to President-elect Donald Trump and to the FUDA having the regulations change to make cigars. They've always been great, but to make cigar the cigar industry less worrisome than it has been the last number of months. So we'll say cheers. Here, cheers, here, cheers. General. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wonderful taste. Some notes of cinnamon, a little nutmeg, hint of maple. Little woodiness, not as no. woody as I thought it would be no. being in there 20 years. Very, very pleasant. Oh, that the, is warm. That on is the Cigar Day warm factor, I'd say it's about a 7, 7.2. It's not overly warm. No, not a lot of backbite on the palate, but very, very pleasant. Suggest a retail for a bottle, I think it's what, about $180 now? Maybe more? It was. When it came out, it was Suggest the retail is probably about 120 on this. No, no actually, when it came out, I think it was, was it? $169.99. Oh, but you yeah. can't get it for that. No. So what, what do you think it goes for now? Uh, if you win the lottery, you can get it for that from ABC, but usually people secondary sell it for about $1,200, $1,400. Now, the 23 is like uh, $3,000 now. It's anywhere from $1,500 to $2,500. Bucks. Why is the 23 so much uh, more expensive? It's 23-year-old bourbon. There's not a lot of it. The 13 is more expensive than this because the 13 rye is actually harder to find than the 23 because it's actually in glass, and they've been extracting it every year from glass because... There was years when they went belly up and they sold their barrels off when they went out of business. <coughs> what, what do you mean extracting it from glass? They put it in glass and they so it doesn't age anymore and it doesn't evaporate. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, well, a perfect combination. My Partagas 150, which is just incredibly smooth, medium, light to medium, not as full as you'd think. Cameroon wrapper, a little bit of spice, a little bit of sweetness. But again, when these have been together for this cigar now is almost uh, 21 years old, and the wrapper on it is close to 40, it's really, really had time to marry, and the 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 
wrapper filler binder to, to combine, and it is magnificent, along with this Pappy Van Winkle family reserve. We have to break out the top shelf. No, no, no well cigars or well drinks for us today. We are celebrating in style here as Alphas on the Cigar Dave Show. When we come back, we'll continue our special post-election edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Talk about some of the celebrities who said that if Donald Trump is elected president, they're leaving and how they've changed their tune. And for those of you that purchase food uh, from Grubhub, we're going to talk about what the CEO, what uh, he sent out to his employees and what he had to say. You may want to change your mind about doing business with, uh, I call it Drubhub now, when we continue front and center as we celebrate the election of Donald Trump front and center from the Davidoff of Geneva Store Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm gonna go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I gotta tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Patriotically made in the USA, America's alpha male-in-chief, Cigar Dave. I've started as the America's alpha male-in-chief and America's general, but now I'm the global alpha male-in-chief and global general. We are worldwide spreading the good life alpha male gospel. 
Now, gentlemen, I'm along with uh, Captain Paul from the Western New York Theater of Operations. We've got Tommy Diadio and Angel Benitez of Corona Cigars in the Davidoff Store and Lounge in Tampa with us. Gentlemen, when there is an election and the people have spoken, normally whoever wins goes in. There's going to be some people that are disappointed, and that's the end of it. Would you not agree? General, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. None of us were happy when Barack Obama was elected. I made my point that I was not happy. I was very concerned for the country, but I didn't protest. I didn't jump up and down. Well, I did jump up and down a little bit in the command center alpha, but I did not go to the streets. I did not riot. I did not say that, that uh, we have to incite violence. I said we're going to have to make sure we elect a Republican <clears throat> Senate and House, which we had the House, but Republican Senate. But after this election... When the people of America have spoken, now we're seeing these protesters disrupting traffic in cities, hitting the streets. And actually, two <coughs> nights ago, Captain Paul, we had the pleasure and privilege of attending the J.C. Newman Cigar Barbecue, their final one of the year, at the J.C. Newman factory in Ybor City in the Cigar City of Tampa. A magnificent event with incredible cigars, great food, ample food, great camaraderie on the third floor of the factory. You could tour the factory, and I have to thank... Eric Newman, Bobby Newman, uh, Chandelier for their wonderful hospitality. But uh, one of the assistant uh, uh, police chief of Tampa Police was telling me that night, fellow cigar connoisseur said, there's word that some of these protesters are going to want to block Interstate 4 and I-275. And uh, just uh, texting back and forth with the uh, state troopers and with Tampa Police as well as the governor. And we're going to make sure that doesn't happen. And when we left two nights ago, we must have seen 20 Florida State Trooper patrol cars making sure that there were no disruptions. And, you know, who they're hurting? They're hurting people that have to go to work, people that, God forbid, there could be an emergency, have to get to a hospital. You disagree? Fine. But to protest an election, it's not going to get overchanged. You know, General, it, it, it's interesting. Eight years ago... When Barack Obama got elected, I did not vote for him. But when he was elected, I'm a true American. I said, he's our commander-in-chief, and I'll stand behind him 100%. And I was excited at one, you know, with regards to something. I thought that he may be able to improve the inner cities. No, I knew that was full. It was all talk. I knew he was going to be the most divisive president in our history. I was optimistic. I was optimistic. And my, my, my father was. Dr. Z was, too. said, ah, you'll see. He'll move to the center. I said, Dad, no chance. I was right. We've seen no improvement in the zero, inner Zero. It's, it's regressed. And they don't want vouchers. I never, the Democrats, heard, I never want... heard Michelle talk to these young women and saying, look at Barack and I are married. We've got two beautiful children. This is what it's all about. This is what you need to do. They didn't coach. They didn't do anything to improve the inner city, General. Nor do they want to. They want to keep black Americans in the inner city plantation. And that is the truth. Because think about this for a second. Ninety-some-odd percent of black families, black parents, want their, to be able to send their kids to the best possible school with vouchers. Now, the Republicans are 100% for that. Absolutely. Education is a great thing. The parents realize if I can get my child educated, they can go on to college, they can succeed. But something happens when that happens. All of a sudden, if they go to the school of their choice, they get a great education, they advance, they become successful in their chosen careers. Now, all of a sudden, Al Sharpton and all the other race baiters are out of business. The only way Al Sharpton and the uh, many other organizations stay in business is by keeping their constituents down. 
Whereas we want them to rise up. I have no problem. I'm all for vouchers. I say let them go to the best school that's possible. We want everybody to succeed. That's not being racist. In fact, that's the opposite. Yet the biggest racists are the people that are supposedly the leaders in the black community. And so here we are eight years later, and you're right. In the inner cities, it hasn't gotten better. It hasn't improved. Donald Trump wants to make that a priority. But going back eight years ago, we weren't happy, but we didn't say we've got to we've got to have violence. Let's stop commerce. And if you look at some I of these stood, people, we, we stood behind our commander in chief in a respectable way. Well, maybe you did. But <laughs> <laughs> I think it went backwards. It did go backwards. Yes. It did. Yes. But, but I saw these. They had high school students in New York. Now, first thing I'm thinking is it's a school night. What are you doing on the streets at 11 o'clock midnight <clears throat> at 1 Correct. in the morning? And these are high school students that, number one, have never created a job, that, number one, have never probably worked in their life. This is part of the coddled generation. Let's go jump up and down because we didn't win. We didn't get our trophy, and we're supposed to always win and get our trophy. One thing you, lo- you learn in sports when you're growing up, there are winners and there are losers. And the problem is, over the last 20 years, we've got this entitlement generation, we've got this trophy generation, where you get a participation trophy, and parents tell their kids, you know, you didn't win, but you are a winner. You won because you participated, and you're going to get the same trophy that the kids that actually did win. And oh, by the way, we're not going to keep score, because keeping score would, would indicate a winner, and we want everybody to be the same. So now what happens when there's an election, and there's always one winner and one loser? Now they don't know how to react, and they are taking to the streets. It is absurd. It is ridiculous. And people saying, we've got to impeach him immediately and go to the Supreme Court. Apparently, they don't know the Constitution, and they don't understand the Electoral College because they don't teach that in they, high school. You're right. They, they don't, don't they teach, don't teach anymore. anymore. No. They don't and, teach it. And you know what? Correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, okay? Um, you know, the Democratic Party has always been the oppressor, okay? I mean, just let's look at... Um, Dr. Martin Luther King, he was a, he was a registered Republican. He was. He was. Look at it, registered Republican. Well, when you think about it, the Republican Party, was freed, the party that's right, freed slavery. That's correct. Mm-hmm. The party of Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. And yes. in fact, uh, one of the great movies that you have to see is Dinesh D'Souza's. Uh, what was it? Um, Hillary. Hillary's Hillary? America. Hillary's America. And he brings that up: the fact that the Democrats. The Democrat Party were the ones, going back to Andrew Jackson, Mm -hmm. they were the ones that wanted slavery, that wanted to mistreat blacks. And it was the Republicans that were the opposite. And the, 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 the war, Civil War, people think it's the North versus the South. Well, it was really primarily about slavery. There's no question about it. But when you look... When you look at the history, it was the Republican Party that was always in favor of equal, equal rights for all. And now the, the Democrats say, well, wait a minute. All the Republicans, all the Democrats became Republicans. That's not true. There were maybe a handful that, that went from being a Democrat to a Republican. But they don't understand history. And the way the Democrat Party has maintained control is to keep people down and keep them enslaved, Not, no longer on a slave plantation, but in the inner cities, dependent upon government and getting fed at the government trough. You know, it, it's funny, right? Because uh, I remember uh, as, a, as a young, uh, when I was a lot younger, um, you know, the, uh, the government cheese program, okay? I remember the truck coming out, mm-hmm. my mother going, hey, the truck is out. Go, go run to the corner and make sure you get your cheese, right? Big block of cheese, right? That was all, you know, my point was that, you know, this was a, hey, you know, let, let us give you 
and then you're going to repay us by voting for us, right? I mean, just look at what's going on in Puerto Rico, right? For the first time, for the first time in history, Latinos, Puerto Ricans especially from the island, came to Central Florida, registered, and the Democratic Party thought that they had that election. And I think that the Puerto Ricans, believe it or not, voted for Donald Trump. I think some did. There's no question. We'll continue this conversation. And this is the conversation that's going on, that's taking place in cigar stores, cigar lounges, amongst alpha males. So we're extending the conversation. We normally don't go all politics, but we're talking about what is happening. We're educated. As alphas, we are educated. We're up to date on current events, unlike wussified betas. And this is the topic of conversation. We light a cigar. I've got my Partagas 150. I've got my snifter of Pappy Van Winkle 20. So we are talking about the events of the day. We will continue our conversation. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show continues around the corner. We are making America great. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown. As you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN. The Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. It has been an extraordinary week for those of us that love the United States of America, that we're tired of seeing the United States of America in a weakened position, our economy in decline. There is a bright horizon now, and we are enjoying a celebratory cigar, my Partagas 150 Signature Series, some Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve 20, as we come to you front and center from the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge, where we have made it Command Center Alpha, we've got Captain Paul from the Western New York Theater of Operations, Tommy Diadio and Angel Benitez of Corona Cigars and Davidoff here in Tampa. We've been talking about the election. We will continue talking about the election. And we're going to talk about some other items as well of interest. There are some very important tax, uh, tax uh, amendments on various state uh, ballots. And we'll give you the rundown of that as we continue celebrating the greatness of America, front and center. Welcome back, hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. And by the way, if you followed me on Twitter, or if you do not follow me, you should, because I was going on election night. I was on top of everything nonstop, 24-7. And it was uh, just a delightful evening with the final results I was, in fact, you didn't even need to watch any of the networks. You can just follow my Twitter feed, and you would know exactly what was uh, what was going on. And I'll have some comments about that as well. But as we look back at the election, we were continuing our conversation, talking about uh, about some things that I think will change. And I think one of the things that's going to change is the bureaucracy that we see in Washington. And gentlemen, I think you would also all agree that over the last eight years. 
We no longer live in a constitutional republic, but more like an administrative state where these unelected bureaucrats and the members of the Obama administration who have never been in the private sector, who only have these, these uh, pie-in-the-sky university jobs, they're academics, they don't know how business works, they've never once invested a nickel of their own capital in a business or to create a job in their lives, yet they are the ones that were, or, that were issuing regulation and fiat after fiat that were crippling and just hampering the American people. And Captain Paul, you run... Uh, the proprietor of the finest dry cleaning and launderer in not only the Western New York Theater of Operations, but I would go to say the entire United States of America. The <laughs> quality is unsurpassed because you have an eye for detail. But you know, over the last eight years, it has gotten harder and harder to be in business where you, when you feel you have the government as your enemy and the bureaucrats that look at you, the taxpayer, the employer, as being evil. And the only way, in the Obama administration, they, if, you are, if you are a successful business person, they view you as one of two ways. The only way you're successful, you're either screwing your customers or you're screwing your employees. And that is not the case. You know, General, you know, I, I look at the, the criticisms that Trump took for a lot of the things that he did legally within the laws of the United States. And everything we do... You know, we try to give as much as we can to our employees, and we do a very good job of that. We give everything we can to our customers. Our, our, our mission statement is real simple. Extreme customer service on time with a smile. It's very simple, very easy to understand. Everybody within our whole company understands that. You know, when, when laws are passed, we look at it and, you know, we might not be happy with them, but we don't complain. All we do is say, tell me the rules and we'll learn how to play by the rules. But you shouldn't and, complain. Well, we, we complain in, our, you know, in, in the right way with our legislators and you know, people like that that can make a difference, but we don't go out and we don't riot the streets. We, we, we don't go out and start uh, all kinds of nonsense that you're seeing happen today. What we do is we pay attention to our business and that's how we stay successful. We, we grow from it, but right now we're looking at it very excitedly because we're, we're going to see a lot of restrictions relax. Right now in New York State, Governor Cuomo was trying to outlaw a number of dry cleaning chemicals that we don't use. Obviously, we're, we're the only green earth dry cleaner in western New York. We, we've seen it back in 2001. We changed. But there's other chemicals that are being used, and they're being used very safely. He's trying to outlaw them. He's trying to in, inflict... It, it doesn't hurt our company, but it hurts a lot of other small companies throughout New York State. And it's wrong. I mean, because they're operating safely, um, they're, they're doing a fine job with what they're doing. You know, it's not as good as Green Earth, obviously, you know, but, you know, the, the government steps in and inflicts, you know, undue expense on, on companies, and a lot of small companies just can't withstand it, and they go out of business. And that's why you need term limits for legislators in New York State. We have it in Florida, and it works beautifully, and we need term limits for members of the House and Senate. I say... For Senate, two terms of 12 years and six terms of two years for a member of the House. And our founding forefathers intended for people to come from private industry, whether it's medicine, whether it's insurance, whether it's farmers, whether it's uh, 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 business people, to go serve and then go back to becoming a private citizen. We have that in Florida, and it works magnificently. General, I'm 100% behind that. You should not, you know, elected office should not be a career. 
elected office should be go there with a mission, get the job done, and go back to work. And not uh, live off the government dough, a dole with uh, huge retirement and benefits and lobbying perks. That, that's just, to me, is unacceptable. Two, now, two years in Congress, you get a full retirement for well, the rest of your life. That's not necessarily true. That There is a misnomer on that. It's based on years of service. So you do get something, but... That is actually a misnomer that people think as long as you serve one year, you get a full retirement. That's not true. I got to be honest, Captain Paul. All right. All right. When it happens, but the guys that serve 20, 30 years, you better believe they're getting big pensions, and we're the ones paying for it. Whether they go to jail or not. That's right. I say make them a 401k like everybody else in the country. Now, uh, I mentioned my Twitter feed. And by the way, if you're not following me on our social media sites, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Go to CigarDave.com right now. In the upper right-hand corner, you can click on any of the social media uh, icons, and you can follow me. And I'm more active on Twitter than anything else. I'm trying to increase my Facebook. You and Donald. We are, (laughs) for a good reason, two alphas. But the one person that I missed in election night coverage this year was Dan Rather. Now, I didn't agree with Dan Rather on, uh, on, on many of his positions and policies, but I loved his Dan Ratherisms. And when Florida was very tight early in the evening, I couldn't resist. I tweeted out, the race in Florida is tighter than the lug nuts on a 57 Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> There's some great ones that he had. And we'll, we'll actually drop a few more of them throughout the show. But follow me at Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show. And one of the other tweets I came out with, George Will, who is absolutely elitist, came out against Trump, looks like a putz now. I said, they put a picture of him, and I said, elitist schmuck, part of the Washington swamp. And many in the lib media, the un- the, the, the just so unfair, and what has happened to the fourth and fifth estate, where they were respected no longer? They are blatant partisans. It has come out because of the WikiLeaks dump. And when I watch CNN and MSNBC, CNN was embarrassing. When I'm watching John King the entire night try to look at counties and saying, well, if Hillary Clinton can get 148% of this county, she has a possibility of still winning this state. I mean, it was almost ludicrous what he was saying. And I think the election of Donald Trump was also a major rebuke and a slap in the face to the liberal media saying, we don't listen to you, we don't listen to your BS polls, and I said it all along, I did not believe the polls. Sergeant Steve, would you not agree? I said it all along, there's a hidden vote and I'm not believing it, and there were two polls that I watched every day or every week, every day as it got closer to the election. The Los Angeles Times tracking poll, which took 3,000 people, same thing with Investor's Business Daily, they had the same 3,000 people and they tracked them going back now about a year to see you know, who would, where their feelings, uh, uh, where they sat. And they were the only two ones that got it accurately within one. I think uh, LA Times had them up, two, Trump 2%, and I think IBD had them up 1%. And that's pretty much where it fell. All these other polls were off the mark. And yet, all these pollsters kept saying over and over again after they missed a lot of it four years ago, saying, oh, Hillary's got it in the tank, 380 electoral votes, it's done, finish up. And I always, always get a kick out of, the analysts, the Republican analysts that CNN and MSNBC hire, they hire these clunkers, these losers that run these, the worst Republican campaigns ever. They hire that Steve Schmidt who ran John McCain's campaign. They hired the guy that ran Romney's campaign. They hire, uh, uh, what is it, M- Michael Smirkanish, who had a radio show that basically now is only on XM. They give this guy a show. He was a rec- Republican. Now all of a sudden he's uh, right in the middle. But they bring these people on because they fold like cheap suits. That is, and they, they, they give the narrative the way the liberal media wants it. 
And so the American people, I think, spoke, and they are fed up. The, the hardworking American, the person that says, you know, I just want to be able to get a fair shot. I'm tired of Washington dictating my life. I'm tired of these trade deals. I'm tired of other people coming into this country illegally and getting better treatment than me as a tax-paying citizen. They're fed up, and they spoke loud and clear and, and, in states that have never gone Democrat in 40 years. And they're tired of paying health care and not being able to go out and enjoy their lives. That's right. And, and, and Obamacare, without any question, the worst. But this is what you got to expect. When people said to, the, to these Democrats, and again, these academics, it's going to be bad. Why don't you get doctor's input, get hospital's input? They didn't want to. They didn't care. They relied on Ezekiel Emanuel, who lives in his own fantasy bubble. And now everything that they said they said would happen has not happened. Everything the detractors said would happen has happened. And that's why we're going to see it uh, replaced and repealed and replaced. So we have a lot to get to today. Again, we are doing the same thing that I'm sure is taking place in your households, the same thing taking place in lounges, in cigar bars across the country. We're talking about the election. I'm giddy. I'm happy. Like many other people, I don't apologize for that. When we come back, I want to talk about the Facebook, uh, what's going on with certain families that have disagreed on candidates and what's going on on Facebook. I've got a Facebook story that I want to share. We'll also talk about some celebrities who said that if Trump wins, we're leaving. We're going away to another country. We'll see what they had to say. And also, uh, there's an interesting story, if we have time, about some, something that happened at one of the Corona Cigar Stores in oh. Orlando <laughs> with a well-known individual. So we've got a lot going on. Lieutenants, wherever you may be, fire up a cigar, pour yourself a cocktail, throw a giant, juicy steak on the grill, and let's celebrate as we make America great again. President-elect Donald Trump could not be more thrilled. If you miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. Hi, I know everybody's familiar with the 95-rated Decade, one of the finest cigars ever made and produced by Rocky Patel. Well, he outdid himself. I'm here to introduce a new Decade Cameroon. It's got a beautiful African Cameroon wrapper on it. And when you put this wrapper with the wonderful blend of the Decade cigar, it just takes it to another level. You get that little sweetness on the back of your palate. You get the cedar, the hickory notes with a little bit of spice. You know what I want to do? I want to just sit in my backyard or on my patio or a bar stool and enjoy the cigar. You can take it all the way down. I tell you, Rocky, you outdid yourself on this one. And if you haven't tried it, it's going to be at your local retail store. Go get yourself one. You won't be disappointed because this cigar, man, does it smoke great. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. Or both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. 
Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Alpha Male with Nads of Steel, the General Cigar Dave. The presidential election victory of Donald Trump was a victory for all alphas with Nads of Steel no longer. Well, I've never kowtowed, and nor will you. The Wissified Betas, there's no chance for them. Who cares? It is now, once again, the time for Alpha Males. On Tuesday evening, election night, Of course, the coverage around the world was fast and furious, including BBC London. I was a guest on Duncan Bark's show on BBC London as they were talking about America and the American election. Here's an excerpt. And uh, I think he's got a very good shot at winning. And many states, which are traditionally what we call blue states or states which vote Democratic, I think are going to be swung to Republican because he has a populist message and people are fed up. They've had enough and their vote will their voice will be heard. There are lines everywhere. We have early voting in many states, a record turnout, expecting one hundred and forty five million people in the United States to vote uh, today, which would be a record. And I think that bodes very well for Donald Trump. Once again, how prescient do I sound? How prescient. I sh- you know what? I should have gone and bought a lottery ticket that night because I was right on everything that I had said. Now, not only are those of us that enjoy cigars, I think, will be winners. Not only those of us that believe in <coughs> America first and a strong American economy and America uh, strong in the world, but also the uh, students, the children in our nation's school are winners, too. Because the Michelle Obama lunch program that was shoved down the throats of all these school districts from the Washington bureaucracy, 
That's one of the things I think that's going to get tossed out. Kids aren't eating the lunches. They're throwing it away. Schools are losing millions. And what they are serving is nothing short of dreck. It is disgusting. So the school children are going to win. Now, my question is, do you think Melania Trump is going to continue Michelle Obama's garden? Is she Melania going to get on her hands and knees? Do you think and water like Michelle? Because I'm sure every morning Michelle Obama gets up and she waters, sprinkles water on the little garden, and I'm sure she cuts the tomatoes and the little herbs and parsley and the oregano. Do you think that's going to continue? I, I doubt it. I mean, because um, I don't think uh, Ivana is going to have... Uh, what, what does Michelle have? Like 130-some assistants? Uh, not Ivana. Well, yeah. No, I just no, she, she's not going to need no, that. No, no, but, but here's the thing. I believe Donald Trump will, will rip out that garden, the Michelle Obama garden, and replace it with a giant grill pit. <laughs> Smokers, <you> grills, <laughs> fryers. It's going to be grill time. In fact, I heard Colonel Ange may be up for secretary of pooch pit grilling uh, maneuvers. Uh, pooch pit in Washington. I love it. I'm telling you what. Look, he's cooked for people in the Navy. He can certainly handle grilling maneuvers for 30, 40 of the Trump, Trump clan and some friends. It'll no, be the happiest White House you've ever seen. That is correct. Now, there are a number of celebrities that said they would leave the country. Over the last six months, they said, if Donald Trump becomes elected president, I'm leaving. I'm going to another country. Now, let's look at some of who they were, the actors. Brian Cranston, who I loved him in Breaking Bad. There's another movie just came out. He was great. He said he would definitely move if Trump won. And I quote, absolutely, I would definitely move. It's not real to me that it would happen. I hope to God it won't. Samuel L. Jackson oh, slammed Trump for running a hate-filled that. campaign. Said he would move to South Africa if he wins. Quote, if that mother effer becomes president, I'm moving my black ass to South Africa. Lena Dunham. I know a lot of people have been threatening to do this, but I really will. I know a lovely place in Vancouver. Neve Campbell, actress, vowed to move back home to Canada, while Orange is the new black actress, said she would hightail it to a mental hospital. Cher tweeted this summer, if Trump gets elected, I'm moving to Jupiter. This just in, NASA has come up with the first vehicle <laughs> that can take one person to Jupiter, and Cher's ugly ass is on that. Miley Cyrus wrote in an emotional Instagram in March, Tears were running down her cheeks. She was unbelievably scared. I'm moving if he's president. I don't say things I don't mean. Barbara Streisand told 60 Minutes, I'm either coming to your country if they'll let me in Canada. Well, Amy Schumer, another winner, said in September she would move to Spain. She said my act will change because I'll need to learn to speak Spanish because I'll move to Spain or somewhere. It's beyond my comprehension. If Trump won, it's just too crazy. Chelsea Handler said she made contingency plans a month ago. I bought another house. John Stewart said he'd consider getting in a rocket and going to another planet because clearly this planet's gone bonkers. Actually, NASA just, Elon, just called me. There's two spaces. I think for Elon Musk might help her. Whoopi Goldberg, another one. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg in an interview with the New York Times said she'd move to New Zealand. Well, to all of them, I'd say, let me show you the exit door. Get your asses out. We will care. If you want to leave, go. You had nothing to this country anyway. But now, miraculously, they're all changing their tune. They're changing their minds. Miley Cyrus, Chelsea Handler, Amy Schumer now are saying, no, we've reversed course. We're going to stick around. All of the big talkers who threatened to go now are staying. No surprise. Because they are all talk. And you know what's amazing? In this country, it seems that if you are a conservative, Republican, you believed in Donald Trump, you were evil. You were, you were a racist. You are misogynist. But yet, if you supported Hillary Clinton, who was a felon, you were okay. The double standard is extinguished. Donald Trump won. 
and to all these actresses and celebrities that mouthed off, said they wanted to leave the country, they couldn't fathom a country with Donald Trump, get your asses out of this country now. Put your money where your mouth is and leave. Bye-bye. Get the hell out. some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars, info on the show each week, and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. has determined that enemies of pleasure are hazardous to your happiness. For your protection and sanity, they've been vaporized. All right, let's talk about something fun here. Although we've been talking about Donald Trump's election, that's sure as hell fun to me. I'm thrilled. (laughs) I'm ecstatic, beyond ecstatic. But let's talk about the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 4th in the Cigar City of Tampa. Now, we had some technical issues. We were initially going to send an email to all the previous attendees of our Alpha Pleasure Fest to give first dibs on tickets and open up ticket sales today to the general public. We're going to delay it. So early next week, and I've gotten many emails from people that attended in the past saying, General, I didn't get my email. I'm worried. i got to get my tickets. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Early next week, definitely by Tuesday, you'll receive a special email with a link to purchase tickets to get first dibs on the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line Saturday, February 4th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Shelter Aviation at Tampa International Airport. We're going to be in hangar number one. It's going to be very, very cool. We're going to have great uh, cigars. We're going to launch the new Black Diamond by Diamond Crown, great libations, great delicacies, got to get great gifts. We're going to have some cool planes and jets you can tour. going to be very, uh, very enjoyable. The general public, next week at this time, we will open tickets to everyone else. We still have loads of time till it starts, so fear not. Don't worry. If you have attended in the past, you will get an email 
early next week. And then next Saturday, one week from today, you will receive, uh, it'll open up at noon to the rest of the public. Now, this is an all VIP event. Everything's inclusive. Tickets available at Cigar Dave, or will be available at CigarDave.com. <clears throat> and I also have to thank <clears throat> some of our other sponsors. Our, our presenting sponsor is Diamond Crown Cigars and J.C. Newman. But we've got Woodford Reserve, Jack Daniels, another one of our, our presenting sponsors. We've also got Dunedin Brewery with some great uh, craft brews that they're going to be bringing over, including a special brew that Mike Bryan and I are working on. And it's going to be a great day. We're going to be right on the flight line. You're going to see... Uh, oh, Hangar door will be open. Captain Paul, you've been over there. It's going to be a very, very unique way. And we don't have to worry about weather or rain, although I have to tell you, February usually is a great month. And for those of you that are thinking about winter, snow, sleet, cold, gray skies. You of us you, in Buffalo think you, about that. Buffalo, Boston, <laughs> Chicago, Detroit. Yeah, you will be ready mid early February, February 4th, to come to sunny, tropical Tampa, Florida. So we've, we're going to have it. How, the how many tickets? It's limited like last year. I think we're looking at 150 maximum. Okay. 150, like in Buffalo, we sold out. We added a few at the last minute, but it's going to be very, very limited. This is an all VIP event. Again, Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line at Shelter Aviation in the hangar, Tampa, General, or Tampa International Airport, Saturday, February 4th, 2017, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. You're going to get a bag that's embroidered, a nice briefcase with the Cigar Dave logo. You're going to get a bottle of Woodford. You're going to get about six cigars from J.C. Newman, including the new Black Diamond, which I think, what does it go for here, guys? 16 bucks? Very yeah. limited. Yeah, 16. Yeah. Yeah, it's only 36 store, 26 stores in the country that have it until, uh, I think, next April or May. We're going to have a, a feast fit for an alpha, tastings of spirits, of craft beers. It's going to be a great day. So by next Tuesday, if you've attended one in the past, you'll get the email, and the rest of the public will be able to purchase tickets next Saturday. Now, there were, on Election Day, in four states, California, People's Republic of California, <laughs> North Dakota, Missouri, and Colorado, there were ballot measures uh, on the ballot. Doesn't California want to secede? Uh, I heard that, and also Oregon. And you know what I say? Bye-bye. Yeah. You know what, California? Mexico can have California who, who, and their trillions in debt. Yeah, who's going to pay their debt? You, let, let, let Mexico. They want to succeed, yeah. secede? Goodbye. Let them go. In fact, I say give it back to Mexico and let them have all the problems. Then you, all the illegal immigration wouldn't be an issue because basically they'd all be Mexicans and they could stay in their home country. There you go. And we don't have to uh, continue doling out all the money to... Uh, and you know what's amazing? California, every time I go out there, I'm amazed. It is such a naturally beautiful state. You look at the geography and the topography and the, the just San Francisco and even the desert from north to south and all these whack jobs that have destroyed that state with all their lunacy and taxes and ballot measures. It, it's beyond, I think every lunatic in America goes to Cal, settles in California. It really is unbelievable. But there were some ballot measures on Tuesday, and I wanted to go over that. First of all, let's talk about the good news. Three of four states voted down additional cigar taxation. North Dakota, measure number four, which would have increased the excise tax on cigars from 28% to 56%, was defeated. 62% of the citizens voted against it. Colorado had two amendments. Uh, correction, one amendment. Amendment 72, which would have increased the tax from 22% of the wholesale price of a cigar. A correction, it would take it from 40% to 62%. Defeated, 54% of Colorado citizens voted against it. In Missouri, two propositions. There was Proposition A and Amendment 3. 
Proposition A would have increased the cigar tax from 5% to 15%. Amendment 3 would have had the tobacco taxes going up 400%. Well, Colonel Lynch probably had uh, you know, his son Matt working on that. That's correct. I'm sure he did. 55% voted against it. California, unfortunately, 63% of the electorate voted in favor of a 230% increase in the cigar tax. Wow. So a $10 cigar... Will the tax will jump from two dollars and seventy three cents to six dollars and ninety two cents? Now, who are they hurting? They're going to hurt the retailers, the small businesses, the people that have invested their savings, that are employing people. That's who they're hurting. They are not, and people are going to start buying their cigars from out of state. But what I find interesting is in North Dakota, Colorado, Missouri, a minority of people smoke, whether it's cigarettes or cigars. But no the question. majority voted but the majority, against it. And the reason is the majority now is fed up with all taxes. I really believe we are at a breaking point where people have said enough is enough with taxes. But as Ron Popeil would say, but wait, there's more. Soda taxes are spreading in four cities. Also on the ballot Tuesday, three California cities voted for a tax on sugar-sweetened beverages, and another in Colorado voted as well. The votes in San Francisco, California, Albany, California, and Oakland, Boulder, Colorado, all won. And in those areas, it will be a one penny in California, a one cent per ounce excise tax on sugar-flavored beverages. And in Boulder, it'll be two cents. Now, I did the analysis on this numerous times here on the show. When you think of two liters, which I think, what do we say, Steve, is like 72 ounces, something like that, if I'm not mistaken, you figure that, I think it's like 72 ounces, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, Steve's going to look that up, because I want to make, I want to be very <coughs> accurate on this. Because a two-liter, 67. 67 ounces, 68 ounces. All right, mostly, most of the time you go in, it's like $1.50, $1.60. Now, you talk about 68 ounces, a penny. That is in excess. When you're looking at, let's say, $1.50, you're talking about a 50% excise tax. In Colorado, it's going to be a 100% excise tax. So if you pay in Colorado, in Boulder, Colorado, a buck fifty for your, let's say, for 72 ounces, you're looking now going to be looking at what two cents? You're looking at a dollar forty-four, almost a 95% excise tax. Now think about that. They all they, they they sell it as well. It's only a penny. It's only two cents. It's a small amount, and people believe that. But when you look at the percentages, they're astronomical, almost. 200% in some cases. And in Chicago next week, it's also being voted on by the Board of Commissioners and Michael Bloomberg spending a million dollars in Cook County in support of the tax. What do we call them? Taxocrats? Taxocrats. You got it. Michael Bloomberg. And my question is, my, my, my point and my question is this. At what point do American people have the right to just live free without onerous and excessive taxation? And they, they initially came using the analogy. They said, well, this is going to be good for health-wise because we have too many people that are obese, that are having sugar-flavored beverages. Talk to this Michelle. Is, wait, wait. This is going to help. This, is, this is money is going to be spent on, on health. Well, in Philadelphia, they had a vote that passed for an excise tax on soda, and guess what? They blatantly came out and said, it is not in any way, shape, or form going to health. It's going to be used for our budget. So we're seeing this across the country, and the gullible, the uninformed electorate looks and says, well, it's not a big deal. What's a penny? What's two pennies? It is a big deal. And it seems that the next thing they're going to go after are cheeseburgers, our steaks. If we have a grill, they're going to charge us because 
We're using the grill and we're adding carbon to the air. It, you know, you say it's impossible, but it's not. They're going to go after coffee and caffeine next. It's just a matter of time before when they've, when they've taxed cigars, they've taxed to the max sodas, now they've got to find another source. Won't, and it's not won't, gonna won't happen in the next eight yeah. years, General. Well, it's on the local <laughs> level, and that's the problem. It's not on the federal level, and it's on the local level. And that really is a problem. So I would say three out of four states, we had victories. One state we lost. It's not going to be good for Cali. But what they're going to find out is when people start buying their cigars out of state, that's going to be a major problem. It is not. They're going to bring in less tax revenue because they've increased the tax 200 and some odd percent. And we've seen it in every state that has, that has had massive tax increases. We look at Oregon. They had a 53% excise tax. Everybody started buying their cigars from out of state. Their taxes plummeted 80-90%. They put in a 40-cent cap. All of a sudden, the taxes, the, the revenue take was increased by 300-400%. They're, they're not businessmen that are you know, proposing all this. Well, it works on a spreadsheet. You say, yeah. look, if they're paying this now, no problem. They'll pay 200%. It doesn't work that way. They don't buy. They, they don't, don't buy. It. it does not work. Lieutenants, when we come back, we'll tell you about Matt Maloney, the CEO of Grubhub, what he had to say about Donald Trump to his employees, and then a little story which we'll try to sneak in with Tommy and Angel. I am the general, the global alpha male and global general, along with Captain Paul, Tommy Diadio, and Angel Benitez of Corona Cigars and Davidoff Store and Lounge as we come to you from the Davidoff Lounge here in the Cigar City. The final and concluding segment of this election edition celebration comes your way next. Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line is set for Saturday, February 4th, 2017 at Shelter Aviation at Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City. This day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers is presented by Diamond Crown Cigars. Enjoy delicious food, great libations, Alpha Male Camaraderie, and Diamond Crown Cigars. Tickets for the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line will go on sale Saturday, November 19th at noon Eastern. Get all the info now at CigarDave.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. In the fertile fields of the Connecticut River Valley, there is still one cigar brand who grows their own Connecticut shade wrappers, Monte Cristo. Prized for its unique silky texture, this exquisite tobacco has now been used to craft a cigar worthy of its name, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut. Building on the legacy of the beloved Monte Cristo White series, this excellent medium to full-bodied cigar is rich, flavorful, and complex. 
crafted with only the finest vintage 2008 wrapper leaves, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut Cigar has subtle notes of spices, vanilla, and hazelnuts. Packaged in a gorgeous handcrafted box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Pick up a Monte Cristo White Vintage today and experience the spirit of the valley. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Like a wolf feasting on a sheep's carcass, the general viciously shreds the enemies of pleasure and licks his blood-soaked chops with the taste of victory. I love the taste of victory in the morning. I love the smell of victory. You know what victory smells like in the morning? A fine cigar, especially after election night. And I... Wednesday morning, came into the office, several associates. I brought a bottle of Old Forster birthday bourbon, number uh, 2007, very limited, have a little bit left. At uh, 8.45 in the morning, we each took a shot, and we cheered, toasted to a great victory in making America great again. We continue, final segment of our special post-election day celebration and coverage. And for those of you that didn't vote for Donald Trump and you are finding our victory celebration to be a little bit too much, and maybe you're a little offended, too damn bad. Tune out. We, we continue. We could care less. We are not politically correct here, and we are celebrating. We've had to be miserable for the last eight years. We're going to enjoy every damn second of it for the next four, hopefully the next eight years. Now, when Obama lost, or correction, when Obama won, we, I wasn't happy. Paul, you weren't happy. Many people weren't happy. But I know you did not send an email or a memo to your employees saying, any of you that, uh, that voted for Barack Obama... <coughs> You will be fired. We don't like him. You are going to be terminated because this is how we think. You didn't do that, did you? No, we weren't happy, but you know what? We worked hard and we grew. That's right, and you, you know? continued. Yes. Well, Matt Maloney, the CEO, Chief Executive Officer of Grubhub, which is a company that facilitates food orders for more than 45,000 takeout restaurants in the U.S. and London, after the election the next morning, sent out an invective-laced email, and I want to read it to you. I... I gotten a lot of coverage, a lot of press, and I want to be very clear what he said and then how he tried to backtrack. This is to all his employees. I'm still trying, I quote, I'm still trying to reconcile my own worldview with the message that was sent last night. So, that happened. What's next? I absolutely reject the nationalist, <coughs> excuse me, anti-immigrant and hateful politics of Donald Trump and will work to shield our community from this movement as best as I can. I want to reaffirm to anyone on our team that is scared or feels personally exposed that I and everyone else here at Grubhub will fight for your dignity and your right to make a better life for yourself and your family here in the United States. If you do not agree with this statement, then please reply to this email with your resignation because you have no place here. We do not tolerate hateful attitudes on our team. Now, that email was very simple. He basically states that if you don't vote monolithically the way I believe, and maybe whatever percentage believes here in this country, then submit your resignation. You have no place here. First of all, that's illegal. You cannot fire somebody for their vote. 
That's number one. But to send that, number one, to people who may disagree who are on your team, free elections, this isn't Venezuela, this isn't Cuba, this isn't uh, the old Soviet Union. People can vote as they please. Number two, to threaten employees like that. And number three, many of your customers voted for Trump. I'll guarantee you a huge number, if not a majority, voted for Trump. Now, Fox got a hold of this, and they uh, asked Mr. Baloney, uh, and he said that almost 20% of his workforce thanked him for the directive. Now, if 20% thanked him, that must mean maybe 80% liked Trump or had no opinion or thought maybe it was a little bit over the line. He then sent out a statement. Grubhub sent out a statement because of all the backlash, and this is a quote. Some of the statements in my email have been misconstrued. I want to clarify that I did not ask for anyone to resign if they voted for Trump. I would never make such a demand. To the contrary, the message of the email is that we do not tolerate discriminatory activity or hateful commentary in the workplace and that we will stand up for our employees. Grubhub welcomes and accepts employees with all political beliefs, no matter who they voted for in this or any election. We do not discriminate on the basis of someone's principles or political or other beliefs. Now, let me go back to what he said. If you do not agree with this statement, then please reply to this email with your resignation because you have no place here. Sounds like he talked to his attorney general. Uh, no, I'll tell you, I'm sure HR and I'm sure they did talk to their attorneys, and I'm sure some employees said this is discriminatory, mm -hmm. and they're, I, I believe they're a publicly Steve, see if they're a publicly traded company. I believe Grubhub is. If you're a publicly traded company, that is blatant discrimination. I don't care if somebody, you, you discriminate on color or on their religion or on who they voted for. That is discrimination according to the law in the United States. Public. Period. They are a public corporation. New York Stock, what's their stock doing? Uh, what did it do uh, yesterday, middle of the day? Let's see. It's, what is it, up or down? Uh, it's down. Good. It's down. <coughs> you know what? Maybe it's a good time to short that stock. And I'll guarantee you now that there is a, now I know there's a boycott now being underway. People uh, on Twitter and in social media to boycott Grubhub. And I would tell you this. The CEO made his comments very clear. I don't have a problem that he's against Trump. But I have a problem when you are the CEO of a public company, you send that missive to your employees saying, if you voted for Trump, you have no place here and resign. He's full of baloney saying that people misconstrued his comments. It was so clear and concise that there's nothing to misconstrue. There's nothing between the lines. That, that, board, is that board may vote him out. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what. I think I'm going to watch this now. I'm going to track their stock and their sales. I will guarantee you there will be a major backlash because there's just as many, I guarantee you, Trump supporters that use Grubhub as Clinton supporters. Guaranteed. And if 20, 30 percent of them stop using it, let me tell you, 10, 20, 30 percent revenue hit is huge on a quarterly basis. So we'll keep an eye on that. Now, we've got about three minutes left. I want to bring Tommy and uh, Angel in. Gentlemen, you also oversee the Corona Cigar Stores in Orlando. Great places. You've got one downtown, one in Sand Lake, and one in Lake Mary. George Zimmerman, who we know very well, who was acquitted of the Trayvon Martin shooting. I said after he was acquitted, he ought to go to a remote cabin or go to a remote island, thankful that he was acquitted, and never talk to the press or anyone ever again. Just go. Like Casey Anthony did. That's correct. So tell me there was an event that took place this week. Angel, fill us in. I received a phone call around 10 in the morning from one of my managers and said, hey, we have a situation here. And I'm thinking, okay, it's probably, you know, uh, something simple. And then he goes, it's George. 
And I'm like, George. He says, George Zimmerman. And I'm like, oh, God. Is he a regular to, to the Corona stores? He has. You know, it's funny. He has uh, come in quite a few times, uh, but it's never been a problem. No. Uh, but I guess this time he came in with a couple of his uh, friends. little altercation happened where I guess a gentleman, uh, African-American, uh, wanted to shake his hand. Um, and George... And that was on tape, by the way, I understand. You could see the police reviewed the tape, and he went to shake his hand. Right. And yeah, pretty much. And I guess George didn't acknowledge, and the gentleman just tapped him on the shoulder and, you know, pretty much said, okay, well, have a, have a good day. So um, it just blew up from there. I mean, it just blew up. So uh, I guess uh, <clears throat> one of his uh, customers... Uh, his friend called the uh, police department. They came in, the sheriff department, and told him that he wanted to be uh, wanted him to be arrested for battery. And officer saw the video. Nothing happened. Next thing you know, he tells one of my uh, managers that he could not understand that he was such a end lover. And and so he's banned now for life. He from is Corona. banned at Corona Cigars. We do not tolerate any racial. Good show. Any Good racial... Show. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a schmuck, so bad good, good work on that. And you know what? Then, cigar stores and lounges are a place where everybody gets together. We enjoy cigars. We enjoy camaraderie. want to thank Captain Paul, Tommy Diadio, Angel Benitez of Davidoff and Corona Cigars. Lieutenant Cigar Dave, the general, saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. LLTA, long live the Alpha. MAGA, make America great again. It is a new day in the United States of America. I am beyond ecstatic. The sun is shining. The sky is blue. Life is good again in the USA.